Hello and welcome. Today we are asking the question, are things just getting worse and worse on this planet? Or does life just get more and more beautiful? Or can those two things be happening simultaneously? Or is it just a bad question? Um, about two years ago, I, I began a habit of going for a very long walk in the woods every morning. And I started doing that because it was the first really severe lockdown. And I was going crazy a little bit. I was living by myself. I was in isolation. And I was paying a lot of attention to the news. Um, I don't own a TV and I haven't for a long time. But um, just on my phone or on my computer, I was... Um, just really keeping up to date on this unfolding, bizarre story we were living through. And of course, the news paints a pretty morbid picture of reality. And I think it has for a very long time, longer than my life. Um, I think that that is the, just the function of it as like the the news media industry in this part of the world uh, it preys upon people's instinctive impulsive desire to stare at the burning house or to stand around the car wreck or to gravitate towards the fist fight um, it's just this Im impulse within us towards the tragic and the negative and the horrific and it probably has something to do with the survival impulse of just wanting to be aware of the risks in our environment um, but uh, of course the media exploit that to get views which is what advertisers are paying them for um, which all makes sense but it creates this really distorted vision of reality and it also, at this point, seems to create some pretty bizarre cultural constructs and concepts. Um, that's all a separate issue, though, that I'm not that well-versed in. But um, because I was so unusually immersed in that really dystopian, morbid view of reality... When I went on my morning walks in the woods, and I'm very fortunate to live by this massive, beautiful forested nature park. It's filled with so many different kinds of birds and four-legged creatures and beautiful trees and different plant life. It's like walking through a zoo, kind of, because the animals are like semi-domesticated. So little chickadees will come up and land in my hand thinking I have food, when really all I have is... Um, good vibes, or whatever vibes I have. <laughs> what I was aware of when I went for my walks, which was my primary experience of the outside world during this time, and during that first part of the pandemic, I would probably go walk in the woods for like three hours every day because I had nothing else to do. Um, and on those walks, I was so moved by the beauty of nature, by the beauty of just being with my feelings in nature, and then also my interactions with strangers, all of whom during that time seemed so very tender and kind. And, uh, you know, I would often get into conversations with strangers. Sometimes I would see, like, the regulars. We would walk past each other every day, so we would get to know one another. 
and know a little bit about our lives and the challenges that we were respectively going through. And, um, and I became aware that I was living in two worlds. It felt like there was the world of my immediate experience that I entered whenever I stepped out of my apartment building and into the world and interactions and into interactions with um, other people and just like nature. Um, and then there was this other world I was living in, which was the world of the culture um, that felt very nasty and vicious, the world of social media where people just tear each other apart, the world of the dystopian media outlook. And uh, these two worlds felt like very different places. And then when the restrictions started to lift and I went back to work on my night job as a server, again, I was just so struck by the contrast of my lived reality, which was interacting with this river of humanity at the restaurant that was so fucking beautiful and so humbling. And there were so many people who, yes, might be snappy or mean or arrogant or rude, but I could have understanding for that. I could feel hurt and triggered by that, and then by the time I was finished serving that person hour and a half later, they might give me a fist bump. We might, like, that happens. The, the people who I usually, like, butt the heads with the most, there's sometimes the greatest sense of kinship or resolution when you walk a couple steps further with that person, even in the most inane interaction. Um... So my lived experience was still filled with conflict and sadness and confusion and challenges, but there was such an easy path to softening, and and there were so many beautiful people, and it is such a such a gift to be able to interact with them and experience that, and the beauty of that, and the sacredness of it, and the sense that it's always kind of getting more rich and more beautiful, is such a stark contrast to that other world, that kind of cultural reality, where it really looks like things are just getting worse and worse, and people are so fucking mean, and things are really hopeless and bleak. Um, yeah, those two, those two worlds feel so different and so distinct. Because again, in that one, in that immediately experienced life that I live, there is really this sense that things just get more and more beautiful. And I think about a statement a friend made to me many years ago. He was in his 70s at the time, and he's passed away since. But he told me, he said, Miles, wisdom is awareness plus experience. And I didn't really think about that or see it as profound at the time. But now I think it's insanely profound because... It's probably somewhat true, and what it means is that simply by living your life and having some awareness of the experiences you're going through, you're collecting this inner gold called wisdom. And what this rich treasure trove of wisdom does is it makes it so that life becomes imbued with beauty and meaning more and more and more because the more wisdom we accumulate it's it's like we can appreciate the profound little things more 
Someone who's very wise can see a child playing in the sprinkler and understand that they're witnessing some glorious manifestation of the divine. Someone who's been blessed with wisdom, um, maybe through suffering, someone who's been alone for a very long time, uh, they'll be able to feel the tenderness of connection. Even just with a, with a friend, in the slightest way, they'll be more open to the beauty of that. And that's one of the most amazing things, because we can have all the experiences possible, but what makes an experience really profound and beautiful is the quality of attention and presence that we can be there with, you know? If I'm just numbly, blindly stumbling through all of these amazing experiences, I'm not there. I'm not experiencing them. But if I'm really present and sensitive and aware of the beauty and the sanctity of what's going on, um, the littlest, most seemingly mundane things can be quite transcendent and profound. Anyhow, that's a hell of a tangent. Coming back to the question that I started with, in the last, in the last couple weeks, um, I, I think that dystopian reality has felt bigger to me. It's felt like really weighing me down, this sense of rage and anger and frustration, and like the world is a miserable place, and it's just getting worse, and I fucking hate it here. Um, I've just been feeling a lot more than, of that than I have in the last two years. I think I've been very fortunate, very privileged to be buoyed um, just by the things I've been focusing on and writing and different things have given me this inspiration and this light that have carried me through a difficult chapter. But in the last little bit, I don't know what happened. Probably something emotionally has been happening, but I've just felt more rage, impatience, frustration. And I think the day where it got the most bleak and desolate, I was at work during the evening and I just started like giving my coworkers compliments and making fun of myself and making jokes and high-fiving people and like just being a dork and being affectionate verbally to those around me and um that it, it something shifted like that sense of desolation um it's like it calmed down because i realized yeah things are really complicated and there's there's stuff happening in this world that I don't understand, that feels very confusing and frustrating. And within that, I can still have, I can still exchange love with people. There can still, there still is all of this beauty and sacredness. And we're all fucking confused. We don't know what's going on. And it's hard. And people have strong opinions about things and they butt heads. And it's, um, that's part of it. And and yet we can still laugh together, we can still love each other, we can still joke together. And um, yeah, I guess on that day, going for a walk in the woods wasn't enough. That didn't lift me <laughs> out, of, out of my existential dread. But 
just joking and exchanging kindness with others that that did it that that i guess that connected me to the other world if i'm talking about two worlds that kind of like cultural dystopia and then um the timeless world that uh that i can personally connect to through nature or art or creativity or or sincere human connection and love um yeah i got i got grounded back into that thank god <laughs> but yeah to answer the question that i started this with very subjectively cuz obviously i can only answer from my own perspective and my own experience I feel like, for me, life just does keep on getting more and more beautiful. And that doesn't mean that there isn't, in my own life, suffering and loneliness, confusion and frustration and anger. All of those things are fixtures of my world and my life. Um, so I guess both of those things are real. I live in both of these worlds, right? I live in this very messy confusing world where very sad and challenging things are constantly happening um and i have the op the ability to live within it holding a connection to something else something timeless and beautiful and sacred and loving um and without regularly kindling my connection to whatever that is, that timeless beauty, I don't know how I would continue. I don't know how I would function. <laughs> and that's why things like my daily walk in the forest are so important, because it's something that doesn't require any complicated math or processing or achieving anything or being worthy of anything. It's just stepping out the door and walking into this beautiful world. And the same thing, interacting with people. It's so easy to have experiences that are beautiful and enlivening that way. Because um, we're all humans. Even when we're mean to each other, I think that if we look close enough, we see the tenderness underneath that meanness. It's very hard to see it online. The online reality... Um, the, um, the vulnerability and softening that can be much easier to, to work towards in, in, in my immediate life. Oh man, online, it can just feel like there's an endless reservoir of conflict and meanness and division that, uh, it has no ability to be resolved. But it is a fascinating time to be alive, and there are extraordinary challenges and interesting things we're facing individually and collectively. Um, and it makes it so much more bearable for me when I'm regularly stepping out, at least momentarily, from the online world or the kind of um, the reality of our culture and stepping into something more beautiful and sacred and timeless so that I can get balanced and grounded and centered to be in this world in some kind of functional, sane way. It's a, it's a crazy place. <laughs>
Anyhow, that is all for today. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, subscribe if you haven't already. Um, leave a comment or send me a message. And uh, check out my book, How to Open the Heart, now also an audiobook. Links to that are in the show notes or in the description. And until next time, take care.